This is Matt Ward of the Way in Boxing Podcast. I'm joined on the phone with Henry Hascup, the president of the New Jersey Boxing Hall of Fame. Henry, thank you very much for joining me this evening. Awesome. Yep, always a pleasure to have you on the show, Henry. First off, Henry, please tell my listeners how long you have been involved with the New Jersey Boxing Hall of Fame. <laughs> Do you have a particularly memorable induction ceremony over the years? Yeah, yeah, that's very well said, Henry. I mean, I've I've seen a lot of old timers get inducted into the New Jersey Boxing Hall of Fame, and it's really amazing to be in the room and and see these guys get brought back to the forefront of boxing for one more time, you know, and have and hear the hear the roar of the crowd. It's really an amazing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sometimes the crowd gets a little too noisy, and I got a thing I go shh. Yep. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. <laughs> you know, I, I never thought about it that way, but I guess you're 
I just think they should hold it down just a little bit because, you know, the person's up there for that one moment and, you know, I think their family wants to hear them speak. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to control that, you know, it's just, just hard. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the New Jersey Boxing Hall of Fame has its annual dinner and induction ceremony this Thursday, November 9th at the Venetian in Garfield, New Jersey. Please tell us about this year's class of inductees. Well, we got a, you know, we got quite a few, uh, you know, eye poppers, you know, like, say like Marlon Starlin. Mm -hmm. He was, uh, you know, welterweight champion of the world in the WBA and WBC. You know, we got Adrian Stone, who was uh, a champion in the IBO. And, uh, you know, we have uh, guys like Johnny Molinar, who was a multi-time uh, amateur champion. And, uh, you know, we have uh, Joey I, who is a world-renowned uh, cup man, who has uh, actually uh, an award actually named after him. Oh, and yeah. Anthony Ham, you know, that uh, trained at least 14 world champions. You got Greg Everett, who fought guys like uh, Frank Tate and James Tony, And you got Clarence... Uh, Coleman, who fought, uh, beat uh, Sal Mambi. He also fought guys like Mickey Ward, Frankie Warren, Charles Murray, you know, and of course Kenny Bogner. I mean, he was one of the most out of, you know, exciting lightweights uh, of the 1980s and, uh, you know, multi-time Golden Glove champion. And, uh, you know, 1982, he fought in the ESPN, ESPN Fight of the Year. You know, you got Sal Leslie, another like matchmaker, promoter, and manager. And, uh, you know, then you have uh, Bob Rooney, who uh, trained like 23 Golden Glove champions and uh, 18 uh, Diamond Glove champions. And you got Paul Bellianti. Uh, he's uh, he's the president of the AAIB, which awards scholarships to kids. He, uh, because of him, they, he's given out, in the last 10 years as president, he's given out close to a quarter of a million dollars to uh, kids to further their education. And of course, you have, uh, you know, posthumously, you know, you got Jimmy uh, Cirello. I mean, he um, he was unbeaten in his first 29 bouts, and he's real main for, uh, thing for, uh, you know, claim, uh, fame, rather, is that in the sparring match, he actually floored Rocky Marciano. You know, Marciano was in Florida too many times, but, uh, you know, he actually floored him. Then you have uh, Oscar Goody. Who, who, uh, who was another guy that fought, you know, almost like every other week. I mean, he, he was fighting, you know, top contenders, and he actually beat a guy by the name of Herbie Katz, who was a world contender, and he also fought Roland Lestagia. Then one of my favorites is a guy that uh, fought actually only about a year and a half, and he had like 16 fights, uh, 36 fights. But... Um, thing about him, he re, he retired even before he was 20, and then went to uh, you know World War II, and uh, he was a power tro uh, trooper in uh, the 101st uh, Entropy, and um, on June 6, 1944, at the Battle of Normandy and D-Day, he was killed. Wow. He was only 21 years old, and uh, you know he's uh, you know it's. Uh, you know, it's a shame, but, uh, you know, his life came to an end because of that. And, uh, you know, that was that was it. But then uh, we also have, like, our amateur boxer of the year. Uh, he's a five-time Golden Glove champion, uh, three-time, uh, let's say, Diamond Glove champion. And, uh, of course, uh, back in the spring of this 
last year he won the National Golden Glove title, and his name is uh, Adam Ali. Then you got Manny Chance, who is our JO Boxer of the Year. Uh, he's he's won national titles, and uh, you know he's rated number one in his weight and age group. He's only like 11 years old. Then our uh, he's our you know, Junior Olympic Boxer of the Year, and then they got Derek uh, Webster, who's our Pro Boxer of the Year, who's 24 and one with uh, you know, you know um, I believe he had uh, several knock uh, 13 knockouts and. Uh, you know, then you have uh, Andy Mustachio, who's one of the foremost uh, officials, boxing uh, referees in the amateur ranks. Saiba gave him an award in, back in 2012 as the top uh, official in the Olympic trials. Uh, he's, he's a terrific guy. And then we have uh, Mike Rizzo, who's our amateur coach of the year, who's trained several um say three regional champions and J.O. national champion and Silver Glove national champion and uh, he's uh, in uh, spare time he um, he's one of our officials you know when he's not coaching and then of course our man of the year is uh, you know Chuck Webner you know the guy mm -hmm. you know they all call the Bayonne Bleeder the inspiration for Rocky you know two time uh, New Jersey state champion uh, North American champion when he beat uh, a guy by the name of Ernie Terrell Yep. And, uh, you know, one of only four men there at the Florum. And I always say he's, he's the only man to box Muhammad Ali and wrestle Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. That's a very impressive list uh, of individuals from really every area of the sport of boxing. Um, yeah, yeah, we try to you know try to do that because uh, you know you know certain people, let's say trainers or cut men or uh, managers or you know um, you know sometimes they're forgotten, like like mm -hmm. uh, Paul Vigliante. I mean, you know, nobody even knew him in the boxing circles. But the AIB they knew, and the AIB gives out all these scholarships and all this money to these, you know, these college kids or high school seniors to go to college. And he made so many dreams come true that uh, I said, man, you know, he deserves to be mentioned. But, you know, and man, you know, we should put him into the Hall of Fame because of because just because of that. And he's done it in the last ten years, so it's it's amazing. Yeah, fa amazing man in an amazing organization. It's very yeah. well-deserved honor. Yeah, Steve Acunto actually started it with a guy by the name of Rocky Marciano. Yep. And uh, just before he died, and, uh, you know, Steve Acunto's still around, and he's going to be 101 this month. You know? Amazing, yeah. <laughs> we, we have board meetings, and he sits there, and I'm saying, hey, God, I'm sitting next to a guy that was born, you know, over 100 years ago. <laughs> it's just amazing. Yep, very cool, very cool. <laughs> so some of my listeners may not be familiar with the way in which the New Jersey Boxing Hall of Fame selects its inductees and honorees. Can you please tell us more about what this process looks like? Okay, I, I usually, well, every year I ask for nominees, you know, and we have a criteria, you know, if you're out of state, 
let's say like Marlon Starling or something like this. He had mm-hmm. a he had a fight so many times, let's say in uh, in New Jersey to to qualify. Same with managing and trainers, you know. But you have to be from one of the surrounding states, you know, meaning you know New York, uh, Philadelphia, Connecticut, you know, close state, you know. And uh, you know we you could put your name up, but there's a whole criteria. And uh, people give me names and everything, and I always say, well, g- give me the name and uh, you know give me all the information you have on them. Mm-hmm. And, they give me the name and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You know, and, uh, you know, years ago it was a lot harder because, uh, you know, Box Rec wasn't even, you know, around. And, uh, right. You know, so we had a, I, I did a lot of research. I'm, I'm an editor on Box Rec now too. So mm-hmm. but, uh, I did a lot of research in microfilms and everything like this. All, all the Jersey fighters, like I got, you know, maybe almost, Oh, I can't even tell you how many fights I got on uh, New Jersey, but uh, you know, but I, I would consume records of each each guy. They fought in the teens, the twenties, the thirties, the forties, and fifties. You know, none of these uh, records were ever in record books. You know, you could buy the ring record book or something like this, and you know, you're going to find all the champions there and all the current fighters. But guys that fought in the twenties and thirties and early forties, even. Even after that, you know, none of their records were in there unless you were a big-time fighter. So I would have to, you know, go through, you know, the records and everything like this and, you know, compile it for a committee, you know. So so people nominate these guys, and I try to put them in alphabetical order, and I say, okay, this guy qualifies, this guy qualifies, well, this guy really don't qualify because he doesn't meet the criteria. Then at the end, I, uh, you know, we have maybe you know, between 20 and 40 names every year. Mm-hmm. And then I have a committee, you know, and uh, they're, they're mostly from, let's say, the commission, you know, like Larry Hazard. We have several boxing judges that are on the committee itself. And they, uh, you know, they, you know, they look over all the material. And then one, one day, you know, in March, we come together and I hold a meeting with the, with the committee and I go over every name. You know, everybody has a little bio, and I go over every name, and I go over what they have accomplished. And then if anybody wants to say a few words about that person, they get up and do the same thing. I try to keep it on the positive side. You know, we don't need any, you know, oh, this guy was a bum. (laughs) (laughs) This guy did that. You know, a lot of the fighters did all that stuff. So we try to keep it on the positive side. And, uh, you know, and then I asked him to vote, you know, uh, you know, he could vote as many as uh, 14 people, you know, and then I said, you know, the, the ones that get into Hall of Fame are the ones that get at least 50% of the vote. You got to ah. get at least 50% of the vote to get in. And uh, like I said, I got a committee of uh, maybe 12 to, to 16 people. And, um, you know, they, they kind of, uh, you know, do the voting and I, I take a tally and um, you know and you know I, I announce the winners right then and there and then uh, that night I go home and I make out an ad for them and a, you know and I send it out well, actually I, I uh, notify all the inductees you know those inductees as much as possible you know that that same night mm-hmm. tell them they were inducted into the Hall of Fame and blah 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 you know what I need from them is a bio you know, by Labor Day, and of course, when Labor Day comes, you know, out of the 14 people that are being inducted, 
amazing very long process but it sounds like it's a very rewarding process as well yes yes awesome well henry i believe i speak for most boxing enthusiasts when i say thank you for all you do for the sport of boxing and thank you for joining me this evening it was a pleasure to speak with you again Yep. Boxing you got to start with number one. Yep. <laughs> great. Sounds great, Henry. I look forward to seeing you Thursday. And I'm hoping nobody else calls me up for tickets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where am I going to put them? You know, oh man, I try to, I try to do it. You know, every year I, I try my best to make everybody happy, and hopefully, at the end, it turns out good. Yep, definitely. Well, thank you very much, Henry, and I look forward to seeing you on Thursday. Okay, thank you so much for having me. Sure, thank you. Okay, bye. Bye.